This is the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get the home field advantage with health care coverage from Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. It is Thursday, October the 1st, and it is Amy Wells and Mike Keith, the duo on this edition of the OTP. Amy Wells, it has been, um, it has been an interesting week. Mike Keith, you know how people, when they're real tired, they say, whew, it's been a day. We've been saying that for about four days now. Whew, it's been a day. Well, it started in Minneapolis on Sunday. And one of the things about the game with the Vikings that is unusual is it was an away game on Central Time. And that happens very rarely for us. There have been many years that the only away game that we have on Central Time is Houston. Mm -hmm. So normally we're in an Eastern time zone playing an away game and it's a one o'clock. And so you got like an extra hour to sort of gather, but because we're playing at noon and because there aren't buses carrying us to the stadium, we are traveling separate from the team. We all have to go together at the same time. So we go very early in the morning on Sunday and we're there early. We do the game. The game is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And if you watched and or listened, we hope you listened, you know what we're talking about. The game was exhausting. And so then uh, we start to head back to the airport. When we get to the car, Amy Wells does what is now her famous Mary Tyler Moore impersonation <laughs> in Minneapolis. Yes. Did you know the Mary Tyler Moore show? Here's the thing, Mike Keith. Okay. I was not present for the original airing of Mary Tyler Moore. However, round two, Nick at Night, Mary Tyler Moore came on after Laverne and Shirley. So I watched it, and in my little kid mind, thought I was watching it in real time. I was not. But I'm very familiar with the show from the reruns on Nick at Night. Well, the iconic Mary Tyler Moore show, she worked at a television station in Minneapolis. And so... We conned Amy Wells into doing a Barry Tyler Moore knockoff and posted the video uh, at Titans Radio, tweeted it out from the Titans Radio account, and it turned out to be like this massive hit. Yeah, it was. And it it feels like that was nine years ago, (laughs) doesn't it? We were all different people back then. We get in the car, the 15-passenger white van to drive back to the Minneapolis airport. Brad Willis is editing this video and we're laughing about the whole thing and excited to be three and O and Titans fans are excited to be three and O and they see the, the video of you doing the Mary Tyler Moore impersonation and people just love it. And everybody's excited to be three and O then we get back and, and we got back 10 30 ish. Yeah. Sunday night. Not bad. Not, not bad at all. We go about our business on Monday. Uh, we do Coach Vrabel's radio show. We do Coach Vrabel's television show. And on Tuesday morning, we are coming in to do Titans All Access. We shoot Titans All Access on Tuesdays. And so I'm in the parking lot at Dunkin' Donut. It's National Coffee Day. So I'm picking up coffee. I've got two instead of one. Big day. Big day, and I'm talking to Brad Willis on the phone. I go to pull out, and all of a sudden, my phone starts going nuts. And the first text I have is from John Robinson, and he says, we are not shooting Titans All Access this morning. 
and I'm like, why would we not be shooting Titans All Access? So I pull into the Quick Mart right there and get on my phone and immediately see that our building has been closed and the reports are out that there are eight positive COVID tests among players and staff, and we've got a real issue. And then I call Ashley Farrell, who produces Titans All Access, works with us on the OTP here. And I said, do we even come in? She goes, no. She said, they're running us out of the building right now. She was already there for the shoot. And so then I called you and said, don't go in. And so then we, we tried to figure out what was next. And Tuesday was just an absolute blur. Yes. Fair to say. Fair to say. All day today, you mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are recording on Thursday. All day today, I have thought it was Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And as you're retelling this story, the reason that I think it's Wednesday is because I feel like my week started with this. Right. So Monday is lost in my brain. It, Monday is a distant time in a distant place. My week started on Tuesday when this happened because it feels like since we got the news, since you called me, I didn't even know what was going on. I had been on the phone all morning talking to my family and just kind of catching up on things as I normally do in the first couple of days after we play a game. And <laughs> you were like, so we're not going in. I'm getting in my car. And I was like, right. wait, why? <laughs> why? Why wouldn't we go in? And so I feel very much like my world this week started when I was on the phone with you, which explains why I'm so confused about what day it is now. I get it. I get it. And so we're getting calls all day separately Mm -hmm. from people who are asking what we know. And the truth is we don't know anything. They're either asking what we know or are we okay? Yes. And listen, so, so appreciate people being concerned, but part of the reason that we don't know things and part of the reason that we are okay is we are not traveling with the team this year. What I described about the hotel and the 15 passenger van and all of the stuff is because we are having to travel separately and we are one of less than 10 teams that is traveling radio to various sites. We mentioned that, not not bragging. This is not John Wayne or Clint Eastwood that we think we're so tough. And it's very not glamorous. No, it's not glamorous. And, and it's not because we think we're tough or we're better than anybody. Or We just said we want to try to do it. If we can, we want to try to do it. And Jonathan Cutton couldn't make one trip because we couldn't take a full bunch of people. And Rhett Bryan couldn't make this trip because uh, there was another person who couldn't work at the radio station due to a car accident, our friend David Reed, and he's okay, thank goodness. But Rhett was the only one allowed into the studio that David was allowed into. So we've had all of these things, just like you and your work out there as you listen to the OTP, We've, we've had all these things come up. We don't know that we're going to get to go to every game. We hope so. We're going to try. But traveling commercially is, is very different and, and not bad, but it's, very, it's a very different experience because of the timing of it. It takes a lot longer to do things the way we're doing it. But in this case, we're not with the official party. And because we're not at the same hotel and all of this, 
we don't know these things that are going on. We did not know Shane Bowen wasn't with the team in Minnesota. Heard that on Vrabel's teleconference on Monday, and I'm like, he wasn't? So it's very much like we're disconnected in such a different way, Amy. Absolutely it is. And to your point, Mike, everybody that has reached out, my phone has been ringing nonstop since Tuesday. And I am so appreciative of every person who basically I've ever met in my life checking in to see if we are okay. I think that is just the kindest thing. And I'm so appreciative that so many people are concerned about us. I really think that that's awesome. But they also want to know. Oh, but they totally also want to know. Because the Titans are the national story in the NFL because this is the first team that COVID has hit. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's also a bit of a fishing situation. Hey, are you okay? Okay, so who is it? I understand. I mean, it's national news. It's a huge thing. And we've all kind of been waiting to see what the NFL was going to do with this. For us, you're 100% right, Mike, in not only our travel situation, but also kind of our work situation, the way that we're doing things now with the tiering systems and everything, we are not as close proximity to the team as we usually are. We're still at practice, of course. We're still doing interviews and things like that, but we're not physically in the same spaces as the team. Amy and I are tier three, which means that unless things change dramatically, which we don't expect, we will interview neither a player nor a coach this year. In person. person. When we do things with Vrabel, we are not in person. When we do things with Robinson, we are not in person. So we go in on Wednesday, and we tape Titans All Access. Our feeling at that point, as people, as people reading things in the media, as employees, from what we know from our colleagues with the team, we think the game's on. Mm-hmm. We think the game's going to be Monday. I want to ask you this. I never thought the game was going to be Tuesday. I never bought that. Yeah, it seemed far-fetched just because, A, it's not a natural football day. B, there seems to me there would be a lot of TV things that you would have to figure out from a logistics standpoint. Well, they were saying it was going to be on CBS in primetime. A media reporter from the New York Post reported that it was going to be on at 7 Eastern in prime time. But it, right. never made, it never made sense to me from this standpoint. You've already got the Steelers who are kind of messed up in all of this because they're the travel team. We, we've worked closely with the travel folks for years. Mm-hmm. You and I are friends with them. We know their job, mm-hmm. understand how hard they work. You don't just call and get a plane. no right you don't or an entire hotel or an entire hotel especially now in nashville yeah well but but how many of them can do the catering can do the security can do the meetings because remember those guys can't leave anymore right when they get to the hotel they have to stay at the hotel so for the steelers to be messed up with the travel thing they needed to know and The other part of the logistics is then they're going to get back on Wednesday morning sometime, you know, early in the morning. 
three, and four then play o'clock. again on Sunday, and then play again on Sunday. That's not really fair to them. Mm-hmm. If you play on Monday, it's one thing because Tuesday's normally a player day off. They'd be fine, but Tuesday never made any sense to me. So our assumption on Wednesday of this week is going to play the game. Titans probably don't get to practice. If they do, it's one day. So what? Play the game. Bring it on. That's what they're telling the players. They're saying, hey, we're going. You know, if they want to show up and play in the parking lot at Kroger, we're rolling, man, because that's, <laughs> that's the attitude that the Titans were going to take about it. No excuses. They show up. We show up. We play. We understand this. So I think when I go to bed last night, I think the game's Monday. Me too. There was talk the game was going to be Monday at 4 Central Mm -hmm. so that it would not compete with the scheduled Monday night game. Which I think is smart because if I had Monday night football, I'd be annoyed getting scooped by a really good game that's two 3-0 teams. Like, this game with the Steelers is going to be a good game whenever we play it. It's going to be awesome. So the real Monday night football teams, I'd be annoyed to be losing my spot or having a competing game. So I understand having it a little bit earlier. That's totally fine. But yeah, as of last night, I thought we were rocking and rolling on Monday. I thought the game was going to be on Monday. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought that's, that's the story. We're going to play on Monday and here we go. Get up this morning, 8.30 central time, the news hits. There are two more positive COVID tests and the league has postponed the game. So for us, we have to go back in for the third straight day and try to do something in regards to Titans All Access because some of what we have done, we can't wrong. use now. Yeah, we can't <laughs> Flat use. Wrong. Flat wrong. So we fixed that, and, um, it, and, and now the Titans are headed towards their bye week. That's what this is now. So the players are off until early next week. But we don't exactly know when the Titans are going to be allowed back into St. Thomas Sports Park, which is the training facility. They have been told to stay away from one another. Don't go to the park and throw. Don't get your families together. Don't have a, a supper where everybody's even sits on the back porch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. N- none of that. Because the hope is that the positive tests don't keep coming. Yes. Because, number one, you are so worried about people getting sick. And you're so worried about the people who are already sick. Because you have family in the healthcare business. I have family in the healthcare business. And what has scared medical people all along about COVID more than anything else is what they don't know. Yep. How it affects people differently what the long-term effects may be, how it spreads so easily asymptomatically. So now the football thing gets pulled out of it, and I think Mike Vrabel brought it up very accurately yesterday. The people part of it comes to the forefront, as it probably should have from the start. That is the nice thing about being able to definitively know the game is not happening this weekend. We know that now. 
So no distractions, no anything else. Let's focus on our people. Let's make sure that everybody's healthy. Let's make sure that they're getting the treatment and the medical attention they need. Let's make sure their families are okay and their families are healthy. And let's really try to contain this thing. I mean, people are still going to be getting tested every day throughout this bye week. So to be able to make sure that we're not getting any more positive tests, we're containing and treating all the people that need that, Hopefully it gives us a chance to get some things under control. And then when everyone comes back, whenever that is, it can be all football. Yeah, because this is, this is our family. Mm-hmm. You know, the, these coaches and these players, even though we're separated from them right now, we mentioned uh, the, the staff who does operations, the equipment staff, the, the medical team per se. I mean, you feel so badly for the people who have worked on all of the protocols for this to happen, because we know they have gone above and beyond. And I think, you know, Ian Rappaport reported today that there weren't fines coming for Titans players or anybody for doing anything wrong. Well, I mean, in some instances, there have been things in sport where it has happened, Yeah, but this is one of those things. COVID is sneaky. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's sneaky. You can do all of the right things and still get exposed. And now you, you cut down your chances if you do all of the right things. But in this instance, these people who have worked so hard to keep this from happening, I'm sure they're crestfallen at, at the fact that, that this has disrupted this organization. Because I, I will assure you, having known most of these people for quite some time, there is no team that took this any more seriously than the Titans. There may have been some who took it as seriously, but it's hard. I, I mean, the, the whole thing is, is just really, really hard from the personal side to, to see these guys, you know, down the way they are right now. And to know that Christian Fulton is the latest one to go on the COVID-19 list and, you know, it, it could be more days. There will be more tests. There will be more results. You hope that it abates very quickly in terms of the numbers of, of staff and, and players growing. Well, the very first time that Mike Vrabel spoke to the media, he started off pretty early on saying, hey, this is no one's fault. We're in a pandemic. Exactly. This is what happens. There is no one to blame. And I wrote it down because I felt like someone somewhere would need to reference that at some point. Like, you didn't do anything wrong. There is not anything more or less that you could have done. You followed every step, every procedure, and it still happened. It's a pandemic. Like, it's that's pandemic. that's what happens. That's why this is a global emergency. <laughs> like, right. it's bigger than the protocols. And sometimes these things just, they happen the way they do. Well, from a football standpoint, back to that for a second, the fact that the team is an older team, the fact that the team is off to a good start, the fact that the head coach and the general manager and everyone around both of them have taken all this seriously all all the way through, I think it gives the Titans as good a chance to deal with whatever the fallout is. Because here's the thing, Amy. I mean, we don't know how much they're going to be able to practice for Buffalo. Mm -mm. Nope. 
The hope is they could go back to work on Wednesday, but we don't know that. And it, it may be, and, and now they're going to have to play 13 straight weeks to end the season. You know, and that's the way it goes. Yeah. And, you're, and you're not going to – and their attitude about it is going to be this. Fine. Of course we'll it play, is. We'll play 13 straight weeks. That's what we're going to do. I mean, can you think of a better head coach in the National Football League to be leading a team in this situation than the guy we've got? Nobody exists who is better equipped for this kind of curveball than Mike Vrabel, period. There just isn't someone who can take it, make decisive decisions about what's about to happen, and then keep pushing. That's what he does. That's what he does every day. So in that regard... I feel so thankful for the leadership, John Robinson, Mike Vrabel, Amy Adams Strunk. The people who are driving this ship are 100% capable of making the right choices in the best interest of this team and getting them in a situation to be ready to play football. And that makes me feel really good. Also, it makes me feel really good that we have two AFC wins in our back pocket. <laughs> so there's not a hole to dig out of. We're not sitting on any losses right now. Yay, 3-0. And so when this team gets back on the field, they can continue to push forward, and they're not trying to make up for anything else that they've lost other than some practice time. That makes me feel good, too. Well, that's right. I, I think that's a good point about all of it is that you, you have people and, – and, you know, when they sat down and considered everything and they knew they were going to go into this season – there was an understanding that competitive balance at certain issues would go out the window based on the fact that some of that might have to be given up if the league wanted to play all 256 games, right. that there might have to be allowances. There were allowances in how the offseason was going to be done. And the league is famous for being inflexible. They've been criticized for seemingly 100 years for being inflexible. They were so flexible in this offseason, they got the season started. And we got through three weeks. We got through, you know, roughly 20% of the season before this hit. Had it hit the uh, Chargers, we'd be having a conversation here on the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans about, well, the Chargers, and it's tough for them, but you have to, you got to go forward because if you're the league, you're going to do it. That's what everybody's saying about the Titans right now. Yep. Tough for them, but you got to go forward. Uh, I think the league desperately wanted to play this weekend. I, I really do. I think they wanted to play on Monday night. I think they wanted to get it in, but I think their medical people probably said, with this situation as it is, that team can't gather together soon enough for them to play on Monday. Right. Well, Mike, I'm going to be completely honest. I never want an NFL team to win other than the Tennessee Titans ever. Like, I don't care who's playing. I don't care what the situation is. I'm rooting for everyone to lose except for the Tennessee Titans always, because that is in the best interest of us. However, when we think about this season in its entirety, we kind of have to think about the greater good this mm -hmm. year. Sure. We have to be thinking for what is best for the entire league. Do we have some sort of a competitive disadvantage going into a game at some point? Potentially. Are we, and maybe some other teams, inconvenienced by the fact that our schedules might have to be adjusted a little bit? Sure. Is a week four bye 
that you find out about on a Thursday, ideal and relaxing? Not exactly. But if this is what needs to happen for the National Football League to be able to get through and the entire 16, 17 week season, this is what we need. I mean, ask any rookie in the National Football League, was this offseason fair? Probably not. <laughs> but we're playing. Absolutely. There's we football. Are, we are playing football. To your point about the greater good, we are playing football. And good and, football. And good football. And that is the most important thing to all of us. And people, you know, people last Saturday watching the SEC, man, it felt good to watch SEC football on Saturday night. I mean, it was just because this is there there's so much wacky. I mean, we we talk about the situation with our travel and how we're doing things differently. And we're just trying to pull you, the OT people, behind the curtain a little bit. We're not complaining because mm -hmm. we know in what you do, you're facing the same thing as well. People ask these questions about how are you doing this or what are you doing or how is this working? And that's why we're, we're talking about it because people ask us, to talk about it. And so we do, you know, so we come on the podcast and we have a conversation, but not complaining, not complaining in the least because we're playing football and we knew this would hit. We knew it would happen. And, and guess what? It, if it's the last time it happens this season, that will be the upset of the 2020 football season. Right. Absolutely. And I think Mike, we have to take a minute to recognize all the little victories that we have within some of the larger inconveniences that everybody is experiencing in one way or another. It feels good to travel with Titans radio just because we've got the band back together. And mm -hmm. for so long, we didn't even think that was going to be an option. So, I mean, you could put us on a bus, on a train, sure. on a commercial flight. I don't care. It feels good to have this group of people together to be doing what we know how to do again. Like that feels good. So in the midst of all the inconveniences and the not traveling with the team and this, that, and whatever, that part feels really good. Being able to go into a football stadium and call a game or be part of the radio broadcast, albeit from the stands and doing Zoom calls on the sidelines and some of these weird things that we've never had to think about before, feel so good because there's football happening mm -hmm. and it's not like baby pansy football it's good exciting compelling football you know right. <laughs> it's these are the things that we so desperately have wanted for months and they're here and that feels good i feel like we all just need to cling to the thing the good bits focus on the good bits guys like this is what we need that's because it i think I think that that makes all of the parts that are inconvenient and frustrating a lot more manageable. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any question. I think if you're excited to do it, then it makes, it makes the rest of it just seem like, okay. I'm, and, and listen, it's amazing how nice people were to us in Denver and Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. I mean, like everywhere you go, People at the hotel, at the stadium, at the airport. I, I mean, people have just been great because they're like, look, we've, 
we've got to do a little bit more. We've got to help each other out a little bit more. We, we get it. We've got to use common sense at, at certain moments. Um, you know, it, it, that, that's a kind of a good thing that you see through this is that you, you see some people sort of knocking down some walls and realizing, look, I mean, we gotta, if we're going to pull this off, everybody kind of has to, to pitch in and, this hitting the Titans drives home how hard this is going to be, how hard it is going to continue to be because there isn't anything out there right now that says it's going to get easier very soon. It's October, you know, it's, it's October, but, but here we are. And uh, this is what we're facing and the Titans are not going to play this weekend. They'll have a bye. We'll have 13 games straight to end the year, but we hope we play all 13. And here we go. Here we go, Mike. I think this is going to be just fine. I'm, I'm excited about this season. I'm excited about what's to come. I can't get over the fact that the Titans are 3-0. and I'm about to like hang a sign on my door. It's just made me so happy all week long. I really just like having that zero in the losses column like it just looks aesthetically it looks nice three and oh the idea of like never losing is an exciting feeling for me it just uh, I can't stop saying it we're three and oh three and oh no losses (laughs) and I'm gonna keep saying it through the bye week (laughs) and it was a great win in Minnesota in spite of where the Vikings are because of how the Titans want it and it feels like it was three years ago. It feels like it happened in 1994. Because so <laughs> much has happened between now and then. But um, it, was a, it was a great victory. It was great leaving there. Mm-hmm. And you, that was when, when the schedule came out. Let's be really honest. You saw you had Denver and at Minnesota. And you thought, okay, if we could get one of those. Yep. If you can get out of September two and one, if you beat Jacksonville, but if you can get out of there two and one, you're good. And to get both of them, doesn't matter how you did it. You got both of them. And now you go into October, whenever you get to play in October, ready to go. Well, and Mike, we also can't forget that the Titans play on Thursday night in November. Yes. And that kind of gives you a little respite, too. You get a little relaxing weekend after that time. The third weekend in November. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. It's 13 games straight, but with a little comma. But, you know, the the whole thing with the Titans is after this bye, five of six at home. Also very nice. Traveling is taxing. Yeah, five of six at home, but then, but then a lot of traveling down the stretch. Yeah, a lot of traveling, and and look at the end there. Did you see Green Bay? Yeah, I'm not. I, I'm choosing to live in the moment, Mike. I don't need to think about a how just unbelievably cold that game is going to be in Green Bay. And I'm one of those people who gets really excited about big man football when it's snowing and you can't see the hash marks. But from my couch, I really enjoy watching it on TV. I don't know if I am man enough for big man football in, in Green, Bay. Green Bay on December 27th. I that might that. not be me. 
So that, yeah, that's going to be hard. The finishing up at Houston is going to be a challenge. True. Yeah. I mean, we've still got, we've still got a ways to go here, Mike Keith, which yep. is why I'm going to keep riding three and O as long as that's I can. it. That's it. <laughs> that's my plan. All right. Good stuff. That's, uh, that's going to kind of wrap up this edition of the OTP presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Look to the folks at Farm Bureau Health Plans when you need someone who understands the X's and O's of healthcare coverage. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. Kind of a different OTP than we usually do, but um, we sort of wanted to, to share some of the, the story of the week uh, in terms of how it had been experienced from this perspective. Um, many of you have, have uh, gotten on, you know, you've called us or, or texted us and whatever and emailed to see how we were doing. Thank you for that. But also uh, really cool to see all the people on social media who have been worried about the players and the coaches. And uh, that's, we're all concerned about the football game. I get that. We're all sports fans, but sometimes you, you think of those are the guys in the helmets and they're not real people and they very much are real people. And so um, makes me proud to see people say, Hey, uh, worried about the fellas. Yep. People helping people. There's a lot of kindness in the world, Mike Keith. There you Lots go. Listen to that. I know. Isn't that nice? You sound like a song. I always sound like a song. Sometimes you, it's an angry really, song, but a song really nonetheless. Like Alanis Morissette. Um, <laughs> She's very popular. <laughs> she was at one time, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the OTP. Thank you to Brian Myers. Thank you to Ashley Farrell. For Amy Wells, I'm Mike Keith, and you have been joining us for the OTP. Welcome to the big show where the legends go. Everybody knows it's our high. Fighting for Tennessee, making history, greatness is meant to be ours now. Hey, we got Titan blood running through our veins.